<laughs> All right. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Potato Sessions. Hopefully you are having a great goddamn day. Yeah, as we were just talking about, things, as of now, are looking okay again. Yeah, kind of what we were expecting yesterday. Uh, we came back down to that $35,000 level. We retested. We got the higher low. We got the divs. Blah, blah, blah. We're bouncing. The hourly has just TC'd back up. The four hour is, you know, on its way there. Probably on the next candle close in four hours. We'll be looking at a potential four hour confirmation back to the upside. And of course, this would just be good enough at the moment for a starting entry. If you've already got your starting entry around 35, taking another starting entry now around 35, between 36 and 37, if not done so already, would not be a bad idea. We've gotten our div in the short term. Divergence, convergence, higher low. It's probably going to snap through 38, 39, and we're probably going to get rejected around 40, 42. Maybe for a higher low again on the previous resistance, 39. If we were to go straight to 42, come back to 39, if we get that retest higher low again, we have a potential to break through it, right? The momentum starts shifting and those higher time frames start shifting and it just, it morphs into, oh, a small little wave, oh, a medium wave, oh, a larger wave and a much larger wave. It's huge. And the fact that we've stacked this on with a daily bullish divergence, as long as this confirms it, the last div here got invalidated. Clearly, we rejected off the resistance. We rejected off the zero line. So we don't want to do that again. We don't want to invalidate this bullish divergence because if we do that, we're only going to get in the mid 40s and we're going to reject and it's not going to be a fun time. So that's what we're working with right now. It's only a divergence based on Wolfpack. It's not on Liberator, unfortunately. I'm confident in it, but it doesn't have that momentum strength that I would like to see in order to really get us above those mid 40s. If that changes, if we form something in the meantime, then maybe we have a chance here. But, you know, looking at this on daily in the short term looks okay. But when you come out to our weekly and you realize that at the moment we've still got a higher low, and as long as this can start to shift now back to the upside, we have a fighting chance here. This is like, you know, we haven't seen how this weekly is reacted yet, and we won't for another three days. And what we can do is we can give ourselves an idea of what it's going to do by looking at our, our inner day stuff. So let's go three day. Well, it actually just started peaking back up. You got a green dot, you've got higher low closes, bullish divergence. The only thing lacking here is that money flow, right? And obviously the money flow is the most lagged indicator. So let's go to our two day. Huh. What we see, we see the same divs, higher low closings, green dot, wolf pack turned back up, and money flow is actually starting to point back up. Daily has been up for like four days. You start moving through those time frames. You start looking for the correlation of like, well, we haven't had a weekly candle in four days. What's happened over four days? We can come down to our two day, one day, and we can get a better idea of what's happened in those four days. Right, right. We've actually been coming up. Again, what can we kind of expect here? Well, based on a four hour, we should see TC back again. We should come and retest this major resistance at 4042. And from there, probably a shorter term rejection. If we get a hard rejection, like I said, man, it's it's over. Like if daily doesn't TC up and, and four hour gets rejected and daily starts turning back down for real skis, turning back down, then like the longs 
getting cut, and I'm going to add back to the short. Because until that daily closes, that short stays open. So that might be too small of a time frame base that we have potential for monthly bearish divergence and the weekly div and the weekly potential converging wave that could be coming, right? If we don't get above the high over the next, let's say, if we can't get over the high by probably June, we are in big poo-poo. We have a weekly divergence. We've since been playing out that divergence, but there's no converging wave. The converging wave is the true trigger pulling bullshit. We know that very clearly. A div is just a marker for a full-on reversal, right? Like when you look at the overall of this of this run, we've pulled back maybe a third of it. 50% from the top, but a third of the entirety of the run. Like, come on. This, in the grand scheme of things, looks like child's play. So if we get that lower high anywhere below $62,000, and we start shifting this back down on a weekly, where can we go? I say we can go as low as 12, maybe nine. We can do all the stuff here to make this make sense. You know, you're looking at this as a potential head and shoulders. The neckline are around $30,000. Let's call it 32, 32,500. Okay, 32,500 to the top, 62,500, $30,000 difference here, right? $30,000 neck here. We're just dropping another $30,000 land us, but we're looking at percentage here. Right, we're looking at about a hundred percent, right? And we know that that's about fifty percent down. So we'd be looking for another fifty percent from thirty-two five hundred. And once half thirty-two five hundred, it's about seventeen two fifty. Well, that's interesting. It puts us right in the zone of where we previously topped out at twenty k, right? And obviously, at that point, you have to open yourself up to wicks. Right, because it's not just gonna come down here all nice and dandy and touch quick and to the moon. It's gonna like slam down here, fake you out, slam again, and that's where I'm thinking like 12k is gonna come in. I don't think we're gonna get to 12k on a close. I think we're gonna close closer to like 1718 with the potential for a wick down into this level because we're already so low down here. We've broken the market structure. There's so much fear. You know, if that happens. Absolutely. All right. But obviously we have a couple months to figure that out. We're not going to get down there without a converging wave on the weekly. I just don't, I just don't see it happening. I really don't. So, you know, you have some time to like figure that shit out and we should see some sort of relief bounce if it's going to happen anyway, right? We're going to get back to 40 or we're going to get back to 48 or we're going to get back to mid fifties. Maybe all the way back up to 60 for like maximum pain fake out. Because if it doesn't go above 62, it's not a higher high. It could get all the way, just like tickle its fingers along 60 and then slam. So we need to be aware and ready for that, right? We've been overextending this downside move for weeks now. Um, all right, well, let's dive into some of these shit coins. I know that uh, Mr. Bud wanted us to look at AVAX. Um, so yeah, like honestly, it looks good right now. You have bullish divergences stacked up. You've got converging waves. Yeah, you've got some nice divs and you've got some nice converging waves. This is a very clear like bottoming pattern. It's the same that we saw back in, in Bitcoin after the large dump 2019. So a very similar thing going on here. Obviously, some of the proportions are a bit different, but the overall structures here, right? Div, converging wave, converging wave, converging wave, continuation. Continuation. We need this hourly market structure to change again. We need the eight hour to stop ranging. We need the four hour to change. 
And we're setting up for that. It looks, it definitely looks like it. This is some nice midterm, short-term gains here. But we got to keep in the back of our mind what that weekly is doing. If we don't invalidate, we don't TC back up the overall trend. It's just going to like trying so hard and didn't get so far. Yeah. So that's kind of where we're at, guys. It's actually looking pretty okay going into the weekend. Really like that daily TCing up. If it happens over the weekend, it won't be as strong as if it happens later. Something you always got to realize. But I mean, if it if it TCs and it just maintains and it consolidates over the weekend, then Monday we should open pretty okay. You know, as long as nothing else happens stock market wise. Stock market's just a bunch of hodlers. Like, goddamn. Yeah, pretty much as I'm looking across the altcoin board right now, like everything's pretty much in the same boat. You're you're at that kind of inverted head and shoulders bottom formation. It's just waiting for BTC to poke up to 4042, see what happens. Natural gas count is a shitcoin chart potato. <laughs> of course. Oh, no, no, it's not a shitcoin, but it definitely got, you know, smashed in the face here with uh this latest dump. I mean, look at it though. It's already, it's already trading back at $4.30. Like, you know, that last under $4 was a fucking prime. Prime buy, baby. Beautiful. Yeah, like, I mean, there's no point in really looking at any of these alts right now because they're all doing the same fucking thing. Some of them have some more unique patterns, but in the same sense, they're doing the same thing. Block's actually kind of like preemptively pumping which is nice here. If we can poke through, uh, well, pretty much where we're at right now at three cents, we have a good chance of getting through into the next level, probably like three and a half cents. So that's all nice and dandy. Can we look at Luna? Yeah, sure, we can look at Luna. TC'd up, reconfirmed up, 12 hour, daily. Daily not, 16 hour yes, daily not. Waiting till tomorrow. You look at this thing, you know, you know what I see. Rocket fuel. Well, you guys took profits at 80 and 100. I mean, you've got potential for divergence. The money flow, on the other hand, other than these like four hour and stuff, they haven't started turning around yet. Actually, like a pretty nice starting entry position here at $54. You're 50% down from the top. It's always a good spot to get in at the 0.5. Nice potential for divergence setup here. You can take the starting entry now. You can take another starting entry based on hourly TC or waiting for a four hour TC. Big thing for this one is you're scalping based on four hour because daily's against you. Don't swing trade until daily TC's back up. Okay, dokie. Just scalp it, scalp it back and forth, and probably pick up 20% ish on the move. I mean, Luna's, you guys know how I feel about Luna. It's a great choke, it's a great fucking token. Very underutilized. Like I said, once we get above 100 bucks, like it's just, it's gonna start surprising you again and again and again. Johnny wants Phantom. I will give him some Phantom. On the one hour, you say? Oh, look, it's the same fucking pattern as everything else. Whoa, what a, what a load, what a surprise. <laughs> Just kidding, it's not surprising. Yeah, Phantom on the hourly looks good, man. Same fucking pattern, a little different, same thing. What kind of target could you look at? Um, two, You know, if $2 acts as support here, where are we at right now? $2. We know that the all-time high is sitting around 350, 350. Higher low here would be pretty, yeah, we're looking pretty good. Pretty good, man. The alts are looking healthy again-ish. ETH BTC looks like poo-poo. Take a look at that. No, getting rejected off the zero. Snap. Oh, do. Yeah, no, not looking good. 
Not good for me because I have some ETH BTC positions. That sucks. That's okay. Yeah, no, not looking good. You've gotten a pretty clear invalidation, fake out, trap, whatever you want to call it. It pumped and it got slammed right back down. I'd be waiting for the daily on this thing just because momentum, volume, everything is getting slammed again. You're coming into support. I would say as long as you hold above uh, 0.06, you're still okay. Right, we have support here. If we break that support, we're looking at 5.5 five or 5. We come back into the, the 0 0.05 level. I'd be very excited to pick some up there. Very exciting. It's right off of right above our 618 retrace. All that good jazz. But yeah, I mean, we're on support right now. And there's like a decent major support right underneath us. So as bad as this looks right now, you know, if Bitcoin starts turning around, I could see this kind of just consolidating down here for a couple more days and then trying to break out of triangle top 0.07. We can do that. We have a chance of breaking back into this larger up structure. Any chance EOS will come back to life? Well, <laughs> I sure hope so too. It's still within that level that we've been buying the entire time. I'm telling you, like, it's one of those things, as I said before, like you just put it in the background and let it do its thing when it does its thing. Because, you know, until they have something crazy new, I don't know, man, like something's got to happen here. Actually, looking at our daily EOS is looking really nice. We've since formed another divergence and another setup. Like $2 here is feeling like a fucking steal, like a motherfucking steal. You can see that we broke through our support box. Sorry, we've done, we've, we've broken it, but we've done it with divergence. And it's actually starting to look pretty good here on daily again. This actually looks like a prime opportunity for buying right now. As long as the div is confirmed, I would say that the buy right now would be actually brilliant. We're only 200 Satoshis off of our major support level. Yeah, they need to get their shit figured out. Like, they really do. Just reading some of these amazing comments you guys have. Man, can anyone name any project in the EOS ecosystem at the top of their head? Don't worry, I'll wait. Yeah, exactly. I know. I know, Commander. I know, dude. But the potential is there. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's a, it's a back burner project. They don't have the stuff going on like some of these other tokens. But they will. They fucking will, man. I believe it. I believe it. I'm telling you, I, I, I only get these gut feelings on the good things. Will this episode of Potato Session be worth putting on Apple Podcasts? Excuse me? Oh, man, you are sassy today. Commander Whitloaf's about to get a fucking timeout. Wow. Wow. You know what, boys? We focused on the main, on the, on the issue at hand in the first five minutes. Okay. You just calm down. It doesn't need to be, you know, prim and proper every time. Any other big news? Anything else? That we should be worried about coming up. P.O. Anything? Well, recently enough, we're taking the stock market. I, it, what, and what it's kind of saying to me is, as much as the dollar is getting inflated, everything else is getting a fucking inflated too. Yeah. That's correct. Yep. They want that money back they gave everybody. That's right. what they're going to do. They need the money coming back into the economy. So they're going to make them force them to spend it. Yeah. And that's the whole that's inflation, inflation theory and why inflation targets are like around 2% is right. the theory always like if you've money and you're saving it and it's getting inflated away, you're going to spend it or invest it. They're, They're saying 7% rate here. Like if you inflationary currency, nobody wants to use it like ETH, I guess. But what Jonah said in chart in the chat earlier on today was like, 
it's their wet dream, and that is <laughs> something happens, something, something happens, and we end up with a Satoshi oil pair. Probably too, took too much cryptos from them this time. Um, like All the currencies are getting weaker. Relativistically, the dollar is looking stronger at the moment. Really? I think like all this right now is just buying time. You got to look at political cycles too, and like that's the thing, man. If you got an election in like a year, the central bank of a country, as dependent as they are, they're not going to decide, hey, we're going to jack up interest rates now and cause a recession. It'll be like, oh, let's wait 12 months until this happens and that happens and blah, blah, blah. I got a question for you, Potato. Shoot, man. So I was watching this trader. He's on Forex and he also does commodities. He shorts retail. He does all kinds of different trading. And okay. he was in, he was interviewed and he said that he's going to short, you know, certain things here and there. I'm not going to mention them. He said that I would advise people to make a better trade for this year to push your stop losses a little bit deeper away. Is okay. that is that meaning that we're probably going to see a bunch of liquidity wicks? Oh, absolutely. And, I mean, and then yeah, it just bounces way the hell back. So I think that's what he's trying to give the vibe to everybody out there. Push your stop losses back farther because there's liquidity cool. hunt. Yeah, well, well I mean, we've been we've known that for weeks that the volatility has been increasing. Yeah, push them back more than you would normally. When you think about how a central bank's balance sheet works, they don't do more. Stopped up on gold a couple of, couple of months ago. Everything else we're holding is going to get a bit fucking fancy-wancy, so yeah. gold is holding steady. Hmm, what? Gold is a volatility hedge, and again, relativistically, uh, it really is a risk in the market. Makes sense if you have a big portfolio or something like that, you know? So would you advise that? Push your stop losses farther back than you normally would? Yeah, of course. I mean, obviously, within reason, yeah. you know, you don't want to be taking like a 20% loss or something, but... Definitely, like, yeah, we've, we've again, that volatility has been increasing. If you're expecting it to go to 30, you have orders set to 28 kind of thing, you know, and then your stop loss comes in at like 27, mm -hmm. that kind of thing, where you have like a range of where you're getting in. You're not just looking at one specific place. Johnny. What's that? Are you long EOS? Um, I don't trade EOS and I don't have any EOS. Mm. That's never never got into EOS. Stirred. Hey, Savi. You should be. Yeah, man. Sorry to Hi. yourself, not to me. Hey, it's cheaper now. I could buy it now. It is cheaper now. I know many who did way more and still have it. Mm -hmm. But hey, it's all good. Can't get them all. I can't own them all. Y'all think I have them all. I don't. <laughs> You'd be surprised. Now, these wild, crazy shit ones. Yeah. That's a different story. I might. I want to see EOS show us something. Yeah, I agree. It, man. it I needs think... to. It needs to either bridge with somebody, or they need to redesign. They need to do something. They're going to have to do something because everybody else is scaling. They need to scale and prove something. I'll buy it and then let it run up 20, 40, 80 percent, hundred percent. They got to scale. Got to scale, and they may do it. The liquidity's in it to put into it. It's the community behind it that's got to get together because that's what it's all coming down to nowadays. DeFi, more and more and more and more DeFi is getting the community and they're going to take it all and then everything's going to be bye-bye that has no community. 
You know what I mean? Did uh, any of you get some loop ring after I mentioned it last time? Because it did about a 70% pump. Gotta love it. I got a nice big little moon bag of it. Finally taken off. What do you mean finally? But for a year and a half, it didn't do nothing for me. Yeah, that's fair. I think it's gonna, from the low, we got to there at about 70 cents. Just below it, really, but we'll just say 70 cents. And it got up to buck 17. It stopped at the resistance, though. So I don't know. We might just put in another lower low and come down to like 55 cents now. I don't think so, man. I think like the prime buy zone 60 to 80 cents. Yeah. That's where I was looking at it initially, too, before it did the run up to like whatever, three bucks or four bucks or whatever. And they're scaling, too, so. Oh, buddy, they're like, they're, you know, partnership with GameStop, Mm -hmm. um, NFTs for GameStop, blah, blah, blah. The list goes on like there's. They just um, announced that. They just announced their NFT platform is live. Did they? And I posted a chart today because I thought it was fascinating. Jonas turns out had posted it earlier on today. Mm-hmm. On a like, 12-month scale for Google Friends, NFTs yep. overtaken crypto as a search term. Yeah, I saw that. I did see that, that NFT has become more search than crypto. Pull the normies back into the market, man. Like you're just seeing Walmart, McDonald's, and all the like whatever, whatever normies companies are. They're starting to fucking shill it hard, man. In the same way, it kind of happened with Shiba, Dogecoin is all kind of like beating of a drum and the liquidity. I'm like, I don't have any NFTs, whatever. But yeah, yeah. So thank you all for showing up today and hanging out. And if you guys are watching on Spotify, Apple podcast or anything else, we appreciate you. Thanks for being here today. Take care. Bye-bye.